Good morning, good morning. This is your morning manner from the pastor L.T. Walker Jr. Today is Wednesday, April the 8th, 2020. I want to offer a word of prayer before I go any farther. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you now for your many blessings. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you for your love and your kindness. We thank you, God, that you awoke us this morning and you awoke us early this morning. And even those that may be still sleeping, God, you're going to allow them to wake up. And for that, we say thank you, God. Thank you for my life. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for the Holy Ghost right now that abides upon my life. God, I ask right now that you would forgive us of our sins. If we've done anything to offend you in any way. Please forgive us, Lord Jesus. Wash us in your blood today. God, we pray right now, God, that you would bless us throughout this day. Don't let us do anything without it being your will. In the name of Jesus, keep us in your presence. Keep us in your will. God, we thank you now, God, for things being as well as they are. No matter what we're going through, we give you thanks, God. You said that all things give thanks. This is your will. God, we give you thanks now. We do not complain. But we say thank you because whatever's going on, God, you are going to deliver. You're going to bring us out of it. You are going to give us victory in what we're going through. And for that, we say thank you, God. We we pray now for our world. We pray for this pandemic, God, that it will come to an end in the name of Jesus. God, while we're going through it, God, I pray, God, that men and women, boys and girls everywhere, will open their mouth and repent, God, of every wrong in the name of Jesus. God, I pray right now, God, that sinners will come to Christ, that men and women will come to Christ crying, what must I do to be saved? In the name of Jesus, God, I pray for our government, our president, God, and his wife and family, our politicians all over this country, God. I pray for government officials now, God. The lawmakers, God, I pray for them now. I pray for doctors and lawyers. I pray for nurses and EMTs and medical technicians, God. Those that are working to help end this pandemic, God. I pray for their hands, God. I pray for their bodies, God, that they will not contact this disease in the name of Jesus. I pray for the saints of God all over this world, God, Stuttgart area, and all over the United States, God. I pray, God, that God, they will be well, God, that God, nothing will come now thee in the name of Jesus. I pray for the West Memphis area. I pray for the Helena area. I pray for the Little Rock area. I pray, God, for the New York area. I pray for the New Jersey area. I pray for the Florida area, Louisiana, Louisiana, and other areas, God, that have strong contact. I pray now that in the name of Jesus, they will leave in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And we believe by faith, God, that it's going to happen. So God, we give you thanks in advance in the name of Jesus. You are God. And God, we thank you now. We thank you for being God. We thank you now, God. We thank you. Look on the sick, God. Look on the shed in, God. Those that's going through in their bodies, they're struggling. God, those that have contacted it. God, I pray for strength, God, in the name of Jesus. God, I pray right now for every child in the name of Jesus. God, cover them now. Cover them now, God. Some of them don't know the seriousness of this, 
but I ask you to cover them in the mighty name of Jesus. Look on those incarcerated. Cover them, God. Look on those that said, pray for me, God. God, a special prayer. God, I pray for the bereaved families, God, those who have lost loved ones during this pandemic. I pray for them now, God, that you would give them strength, God, in their minds, God. God, and even their lonely feeling, God, that you would lift it, God, in the name of Jesus. I pray right now, God, that they have their business fixed with you, God, in the name of Jesus. I pray right now, God, that we won't be getting ready, but we'll be ready, God, when you call our name in Jesus' name. And we thank you, God. Thank God. Amen and amen. Now, God, let the words of my mouth, meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, Lord, our God and our Redeemer. I welcome you this morning. Welcome you this morning. I want to deal with uh, three words, and then I'm going to let you go about your day. Three words that I would deal with today. The first word is lazy. Lazy. Lazy people are slothful people. They're idle, careless people. Then they are complainers. They make excuses for their lack of success. That they did not uh, succeed in life because of this person or this situation or that person. They uh, have a lack of excuses excuses and then many of them want something for nothing they're, they're not lazy people are not willing to make uh, sacrifices and then they're definitely not dependable uh, normally most of lazy people have a bad attitude a bad attitude and even they're so lazy to the fact that they have a hygiene problem well what did Paul say about this Paul said that when a man won't work, and that's woman too, he should not be able to eat. Because when he eats the bread of idleness, he, he should not be able to eat what working people have. Nobody's going to give you nothing. You have to get up and earn it. The book of Proverbs tells us tells the believer that a slothful man is too lazy to keep thorns and needles out of his vineyard. He's too lazy to keep his stone wall repaired. He's so lazy that when he should be working, he is someplace sleeping. And I think all of you this morning will agree with me on this. They're never on time at a place that they should be. And then poverty becomes their portion. But here's the thing about poverty. God never intended for his people to live in poverty. No matter what you tell yourself, no matter what other people tell you, God never intended for us to live in poverty. He, that's why he loads us daily with his benefits. He said this, whatsoever my blessed man do shall prosper. I'll say that again. Whatsoever my blessed man do does shall prosper. Lazy people will never receive abundant life because they're too lazy to get up and receive the abundant life. Jesus saw, I want to give you this story. Jesus saw some men standing in the marketplace idle. This is Bible. He asked, why 
They were standing there doing nothing. They told him this, that no man would hire them. They gave that excuse, no man will hire us. Jesus told them, go in the vineyard and work, and he would pay. Sometimes when a person can't find a job, uh, they need to go in the vineyard and work, and then Jesus will make sure that they are paid. The next word I want to talk about, the second word, and I'm almost finished, is a nasty person or an unclean person. Now, the, the early saints, when I was coming up as a kid, and many of you may be able to attest to this, they had a saying that cleanliness is next to godliness. That's not what the Bible says. That's not scripture. Whoever thought it was scripture, that's not scripture. But the old saints used to say that cleanliness is next to godliness. But what does the Bible say? The scripture says this, but godliness with contentment is great gain. 1 Timothy 6 and 6. And you have to understand, we know that when a person decides to live godly, he is a person who, or she is a person who cleans up their life. They, they are a person who strive to live like the word of God tells them. They try to present their bodies a living sacrifice unto God. That's what we do. We have to present our bodies as a living sacrifice unto God, holy and acceptable, which is your reasonable service. Paul tells a believer this, that we must take control of our life by putting to death all sins that reside in our body. He tells the believer that uncleanliness is one of the things that brings the wrath of God upon the children of obedience. God does not want his children representing him with filthy communication, just talking in any kind of way, saying any kind of thing, and then having filthy action. God expects us to do what? God expects us to get rid of the old man, get rid of that old flustered demon, and become new, renewed in the knowledge after the image of him that created us. After God had delivered the children of Israel out of bondage from Egypt, they came to Mount Sinai, Gave Moses, he gave Moses instructions for their relationship with him, saying that they must obey his voice and then they must keep his covenant. Huh? They would have a, they would be a peculiar treasure unto him above all the people. For the earth belongs to God and everything that's in it. The people agreed to do what God asked them, and then God gave them more instructions concerning their new life away from Egypt. He told Moses to sanctify or consecrate the people on that day and the next day. He told, them, tell, told Moses, tell them to wash their clothes for he was coming the third day. God, I want to tell you this morning, brothers and sisters, God demands that his people present themselves clean when he visits them. God wants you to be clean. Dirty things have bad odors, and God, he don't want dirty things. He wants fresh, good-spelling children. Once he delivers them, once he cleans them up, he wants fresh, good-spelling children. Dirty and nasty people who do not use their time wisely are not useful to the kingdom of God. Titus tells the aged women this. Titus, he instructed them, he said, teach the young women how to be discreet. I hope, I hope an older woman is listening this morning and chase among other things so that the word of God is not blasphemed. He stressed that fact 
They needed to be modest and decent as well as sexually clean and pure. He said, he said this, Titus said this, they should always, believers should always show themselves a pattern of good works. That's in Titus 2, 1 through 10. The third category, as I close, is a stingy person. The word of God gives many examples. How, it, how important it is for believers to be free with their giving. And I know somebody said, I know Pastor Walker was going to get to their giving. But I feel that in my spirit this morning. A stingy person is usually a covetous person. Not in a good position. They're not in a good position to be blessed. A person who is covetous is usually led by greed, selfishness, and steadiness. Always has to say, God, God, fill my bank account. God, fill my wallet. Just want more. The more God gives them, the more they want. They're not going to do any more for God, but they want more from God. Jesus tells this. He tells the parable of the rich man, and I close with this who was very successful with his farm, so that his barns were filled to overflowing. The man had so much that his barns could not hold it. But instead of sharing or giving some away, he decided to build bigger barns. Jesus told his disciples to beware of covetous, for a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things, nor that a man, that a man possesses. He taught his believers to never be selfish, but serve the Lord and then serve others, not yourself, but serve others. And he said this, for the love of money, for the love of money is the root of all evil. Don't be covetous. Don't be steady. Don't be dirty and nasty. Don't be lazy, but have the attributes of God. Walk in the spirit of God. Put on the whole army of God so that you will be able to stand in the evil days. Put on the whole army of God. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We will win. We will be victorious. That is your morning manner today. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Know this. I love each and every one of you. And we are better together. Enjoy your pleasant day in God. Until tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.